Hey, Griffin here. Uh, before this episode, uh, just for all you context nuts, maybe check out episode 80 and 90, uh, or even just read the description. Hey, Steve. Hi, Steve here. The murders we talk about on this show are not real murders, or based on real murders. It's just imagination and mediocre improv. See you in a bit. Someone's shiny today. It's me. It's me too. I'm Griffin. I'm Steve. This is Kill to Death. We solved murders on the show. Now, today, um, and this won't help you because it's already happened, but today was Daylight Savings. And this is going to happen The day again. we record this. Yes. Today, right now, is Daylight Savings. And you might be listening to this in the spring, and it might also be Daylight Savings. Or you could be listening to this a year from now, and it's also Daylight Savings. The, well, this episode is known as one of our classics. This is an evergreen episode. Yeah. And uh, we pride ourselves on that. So, um, yeah, this one was a good one. Uh, we just wanted to give you guys a few tips, because obviously, I, I can only imagine your body was kind of like, whoa, we what? You walk out of bed, you don't know what year it you is. You don't know where you are. You sleep standing up, you walk out of bed, and you go, whoa, wee, whoa. Like, you go, wah, wah, wee, wah. Yeah, what year is this? My is wife. Is Borat still relevant? Yeah. And uh, That's my first question whenever I wake up every day. Is Borat still relevant? That's most people. So they, far, the answer has always been yes. Yeah. And when they come out of comas, you always people, they're like, my wife. And they're like, is it funny? Is it funny? Is this still good? Is this okay? <laughs> is it? Is it like been so long that now it's kind of funny again? Or are we past that point? Give it That's another true. four it's, years. Yeah, because it's not, it, maybe you're using it ironically so much that it's not funny. Exactly. But that means it's coming back hard. <laughs> Just give it time. <laughs> but by the way, is my wife okay? <laughs> yeah, there was a legitimate question about their wife. <laughs> like, where's my wife? Yeah. It, to be <laughs> fair, maybe they're not quoting Borat. Yeah. When they, they wake up from a coma and go, my wife. Yeah. They just want to know if their wife's okay. Um. So we've killed most of the time with this. to death. Yes. But uh, we'll give you a couple quick tips um, just to realign yourself, uh, sort through this obviously troubling time for your internal clock. Right. Oh, so these are these are tips as to how to deal with daylight savings. Bingo! Great. Sleep in a park. Uh, basically, it's outside. You get to see the light. You'll know what time it is intrinsically. Right. Don't look at a clock again, and you're not going to get thrown off. Get a rooster. Get a rooster! They don't give a shit about clocks. I've asked. They're self-cleaning. They take care of themselves. I've had so many roosters die. <laughs> because they're self They'll take care of themselves. Yeah, exactly. I assume... By the way, I assume they are self-cleaning, yeah. and I assume they take care of themselves and have all they need. I buy them. I put them in the basement. I don't see them again. I think you just keep buying weak ones. That's the problem. You just gotta buy stronger ones. Okay. Uh, and those are the two tips for daylight savings. Uh, one of the two, combine them for a good time. Grab a rooster, head to a park, and we'll see you next year. Let's solve a murder. The victim, Jason DeRoss. Scientist found dead in an Antarctic base. Today's guest, Detective Gerald Green, resident detective of the base. Gerald, welcome. Good afternoon, because it's perpetually afternoon here in Antarctica. 
Yeah, well, it was a long flight for us. Normally, we record in my basement. Today, we decided to go to the Antarctic base. Thank you for coming down here. I, Of course, I'm the resident detective on the Antarctic base. Now, what does that mean? Great question. A lot of people ask me that. Also, put your badge down. We know. All right. Hold on. Just take one more look. Yeah, I got No, we got it. it. I know. Detective, Antarctic base. You see it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. The That's gun is making me nervous, too, to be honest. Well, I'm not putting that down. Don't even think about telling me to put that down. I'll put it down when I'm good and ready, damn it. All right, sorry, sir. Six months ago, the WHO decided to... The who? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm putting a gun at you. You want to keep laughing about the who? The WHO, the World Health Organization, decided to fund, because we needed it, a full-time detective on the Antarctic base, just in case something were to happen. And it has. Is this because of previous incidents or just a precaution? Yeah, they watched the thing and got spooked. They... (laughs) That's exactly... Do you know that every year on Halloween, the on the Antarctic base, they watch the thing? I had heard that. That's a true story. Which, I wouldn't. Why? Why would you do that? It seems like a terrible idea. Well, I know, because I'm here, and it's a terrible idea. I'm terrified. Neil Armstrong, when he was up there, he watched the Sam Rockwell movie, Moon. Is that true? Yes, that's a true fact. Oh, wait. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, you just did some right. quick math? I don't want to. <laughs> let's never speak of this years again. prior. <laughs> Let's let's move on back to our real story. <laughs> so you, the who they said we need this was six months prior to this. They say we need a detective year round at the base, full time. Yeah, absolutely. And they hired me, Detective Gerald Green, the best goddamn Antarctic detective there is. So what were you doing before Antarctic related activities? At yeah, all, well, what or? crimes normally happen? Yeah. Oh, was, oh, sorry. Well, yeah, I, just mean I, I understand you got your this question. Job, yeah. How were you specialized in the Antarctic? Were you up there previous or down there previous? I was a uh, I was a private investigator in Los Angeles. Ah. Oh, so not even a police detective. No. Oh, no. I've had no formal training. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Put not. that gun down. <laughs> absolutely not. I just watched the thing. You think I'm going to trust you? No way. Yeah, we could turn into the thing. Exactly. <laughs> At any moment. I'm just hedging my bets. All right. Look, I asked you down here to help me out to solve this case. Not to fritter around and turn into a monster that kills us all. (laughs) No, it keeps happening. We keep ruining episodes by doing that. So you were a private investigator in L.A. That's right. And then they just call you up and say, hey, we heard of your work. That's right. sending you down. You see, the zoo in L.A. had a problem with the penguins one day. Okay. They couldn't find six of them. So they okay. called me. Whoa, this sounds like Madagascar. <laughs> it, uh, that was based on this true story. Oh, okay. That movie was based on Oh, I thought on you were going to say the event was based on the movie for a second. No. <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> but the, after they made the movie Madagascar, it did happen again exactly like the movie. Oh, okay. So the animals must have seen it. So at some the point. event happened. They called me in. Then, then the movie happened. Yeah. And then the animals saw it and then recreated that event again. <laughs> And then they called me in a second time, and I solved the case again. Yeah, and, and then they made Madagascar too. Exactly. And then the animals saw that, <laughs> and then the recreated. Get like a spinoff or like a mini series or something. It is an ongoing issue in my life. I guess the... you're still on that case. Oh yes, I'm still working Madagascar four, five, and six right now. I'm working on each of those sequels. <laughs> on solving them or the screenplays? Both. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's smart because if you write it that the penguins don't escape, then you've got yourself a solved. Whoa. Case. Hey, listen, I, this has been fun and all, but I asked you down here to help me solve a murder, not talk about my personal life. So well, let's talk is... about it. All right. Uh, you were down at the Antarctic base, and this was a scientist found dead? 
Indeed. How many people are down there, first of all, at the base? Seven. There's only seven. Currently, including there's you? Only seven, including me. Okay, so it was eight. It was eight, and now there's seven. Right. Are they all scientists except you? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Although so, the murder victim, you can hardly call him a scientist, even though he was the head scientist. Jason was in charge of the base. That's right. The murder victim is Jason DeRoss. He was in charge of the base, and he's... A was fucking he, idiot. How did he get that position as head scientist? Great question. That's one of the re, one of the first cases I put myself on when I got down <laughs> here. How the hell did this idiot get put in charge? Now I, I've seen dumb people before, but this guy takes the cake. This guy couldn't find his shoes if it his foot was on his face. <laughs> Huge. That's a that's a detectivism. You probably don't understand. It's a professional. No, no. Thing. That's normally what the the mayor shouts at you when he tells you <laughs> that I'm ruining this up. town. Yeah, yeah. And I was I Fly cost straight. the city one hundred fifty thousand dollars in the police chase yeah. and all that. Yes, the mayor has told me that a number of times, which was also extra weird because I was never on the police force with right. no formal training. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So you were just legitimately getting in trouble oh, because you caused so much damage oh, in the city. 100%, yeah. Not licensed at all. And have you thought for a second that they sent you down here just to <laughs> maybe get you away from Los Angeles, stop causing problems? Oh, that thought has occurred to me. So I looked into it using my PI skills, and it turns out I don't think it's true. I think they sent me down here because I'm... <laughs> very good. Very good at writing. <laughs> right. okay. Incredibly good. And I'll thank you to remember, I'm still pointing a gun at you. Right. Well, not at me right now. It's at him. Okay. Oh, well, shing. Oh, wow. That's a sword. That's right. <laughs> gun at you, sword at you. I'm ready for anything. So was Jason your boss as well? Did you report to him at the base? Yeah, well, he was the head scientist. So uh, technically, he had um, seniority over everyone. But because I worked in a different department, I was head of my own department. So we got into some power clashes, to say the least. Now, I know this makes me a suspect, and that's part of the reason I asked you down here, to help clear my name first, and then let's find the real murder. Okay, okay. so tell us what you were doing that night. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think we can agree that I didn't do it. Let's find the real murder. Okay. So there's eight of you living together. Are you living in the same room? Is, is there like a bunk situation? There's or? a barracks. Here. There's a barracks. Yeah, now, a part oh, of my... It's just you, though, in the barracks, then. No. What? No, That's where everyone sleeps. For the... Oh, I thought that was like a military thing. Uh, well, I mean, this is a military base. Oh, it? these are government scientists. Yeah, oh. yeah, of course. It's under, we're under military rule. Are you allowed okay. to say what exactly you're researching, your specific base? I can if you want me to shoot this gun and push this sword into you. <laughs> I mean, it might be helpful. Okay. If it helps, not the gun no and sword. <laughs> oh, all right. If it helps, no one listens. Uh, the latest research we've been working on is looking into the effect that polar bears have on the penguin population down here in Antarctica, which so far has been none at all. Yeah. Then, now, do you think that's because they have no contact with each other uh, in completely different hemispheres? Polar bears are very far away from the penguins in Antarctica. So what is the military's interest in what the polar bears are doing to the penguins? They are trying to weaponize the polar bears, but you didn't hear it from me first. What about weaponizing the penguins? Is that smart? <laughs> Who are you, Jason DeRoss? Oh, was that, that was, was his that passion his project? Oh my god, he's such an idiot. <laughs> Oh, let's put a gun on a penguin and then send it out into the ocean <laughs> while it catches a fish and then shoot someone by accident because there's no fucking idea what a gun is. God, that guy's an idiot. So you have a few penguins wandering around who have been weaponized at your base. Oh, absolutely. They're everywhere. 
It's yeah. one of the dangerous, most dangerous things you can do now here, just to go outside and do scientific research because penguins are popping their their glocks off all the time. <laughs> so they're just basically handed handguns, like. Well, they tape them to the back <laughs> of their head. They're, so they shoot behind them. Flippers are are. T- <laughs> there's a string from their flipper <laughs> to the trigger. I told you Jason was an idiot, right? This was his idea. And hey, we'll put a string onto the flipper and attach it to the trigger. Goddamn idiot. That was my impression of him, by the way. Pretty good. He sounds exactly like that. I'm an idiot. That's Jason DeRoss. Did something happen between the two of you originally that kind of inspired this hate? these poor ideas. No, well, he's an idiot. I got down here. I told you there's a bit of a power struggle. I wanted to run my cases the way they should be run, like a true detective. So what cases were you running before this? Well, the first one I told you was to discover how an idiot like him could be right. put in charge of here. And then one of the other first ones was researching whether they were just trying to kick you out of L.A. Yes, exactly. Those, <laughs> and that kept me busy for a while. And then I started looking into the food problem. And what oh. is the food problem? Well, some food from the fridge would go missing from time to time, even though it was clearly labeled with <laughs> Detective Gerald Green on it. And I discovered crumbs in Jason DeRoss's office, and he denied everything. But I'm not an idiot. He's an idiot. He stole my food. Anyways, I don't recall where I was at the time of the murder. <laughs> and I have no motive for killing him, so we need to find the real murderer. So let's talk about the actual death. Where was his body found? On the floor. On the floor of which room? The barracks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know for sure there is a barracks at this base. Indeed. <laughs> So he was dead in the, in the room where everyone sleeps. Yes, and there was a trail of blood leading from the barracks to the science pool. The science pool. Is this just where you go to swim? No. What are you... Are, how many Jason DeRosses do I have to deal with on this goddamn case? No, the science pool is obviously where we've broken through the ice down to the, to the water below, and then the water comes up and you can put on your dive suit and go uh. through there down into the science. <laughs> he was put down into the science then? Or no, he was discovered on the floor. He yeah, was, and came a out of the of blood science. from right. the science pool yep. room to the barracks. Now, was he dressed like he had been uh, diving? Was he in a wetsuit? He was in a penguin suit. Now, is this unusual? A tuxedo, yes. It's very oh, unusual. Oh, he was wearing a tux. Yeah, a, pe- a penguin suit is a tuxedo. <laughs> okay. What did you think? It was? You think we'd dress up like penguins down here? From what you've told me about him. That, well, I mean, he's yeah. he's dumb enough to do that, but that's the first way to get shot down here. <laughs> a, a penguin sees oh, you dressed as a giant penguin, they're going to flap their little wing and shoot you with their glock. Oh, is there kind of a, a gang war going on with the penguins right now? I assume so now. I'm not a scientist. I'm a detective. But from what I see, yeah, there's a group So you would know nothing about gang wars. <laughs> I know nothing about penguin gang wars. <laughs> and as a detective, I should remind you, most of my cases were searching for missing penguins. <laughs> so he was there in a tux, trail of blood leading from the pool. Did he look wet? He initially what... looked wet, but then I realized it might be the blood. Okay, so it might not have been wet with water, Science but it also could have been. Could have been a getaway. You kill and then uh, they go. And oh not, no! Dive yeah, into it might not water. have. Uh, yeah, the, he might not have brought the blood with him. Right. He might have been dead in the barracks. Killer tracks the blood into the pool. We don't know. Swims off. Well, I, like a penguin. This I, is part of the reason I asked you guys down here. <laughs> well, I need some help on for this case. One mildly good lead. <laughs> mm, well, no, I've got a question. Oh wait, which way were the footprints facing? Great question. The 
as I said, it was a trail of blood with no right. footprints. So. Trail. What is that, like a drag? Yeah, that's a dra- it clearly indicates he was in the science pool room and was dragged to the oh, barracks. Okay. okay, yep, yep. Okay. So, yeah, so when I said, it's, this is why I asked you down here, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think for a second my gun and sword are not shing, switching hands. Oh! That's right. <laughs> You're just showing me your badge again. <laughs> that's right. My badge also sounds like a sword. So let's talk about the other people in this barracks. Oh, I can't wait. So other than him, there were seven including you. That means there's six other people at this base. Yeah. Did they all get along with Jason? They were all scientists. They were all under his kind of command. A few of them got along, but there was a rift beginning to form. A gang war between the scientists. Well, I wouldn't call it that yet, but it was certainly escalating to the point where you couldn't wear blue in certain parts of the station. So is it one side was with Jason and one side was kind of the mutineers? Yes. Under you, I guess? You were leading them? Well, I'm not denying or confirming anything (laughs) along that that avenue. But I will say that Jason, uh, while he might have been considered the head of the other faction, was too dumb to know that any of this was going on. He would spend most of his day in his office just touching a saliva saying, That's wet. (laughs) This guy was an idiot. Like a grade A, class one idiot. So who are your troops? Let's talk about them. Who are my troops? Uh, <laughs> How many? Was it a, a even three three split between the scientists? On it which... was three three with Jason in the middle, unaware of what's going on, and and then an extra person. <laughs> now that I'm doing the math. Yeah. Who? Here's my question: Was it three people under you on your side, and three people under Jason on his side? Uh, that's a great question. There was three people under me. Okay. And then three other people on the other side, and Jason was unaware that okay. they were on his gotcha. side. Yeah. That makes yeah. eight total. Yeah, okay. So let's hear about yours. <laughs> great. There was Paul Kingston. Paul Kingston. Uh, yeah, PK. On my side, he was a, a very organized man um, who understood the value of murder. <laughs> How did you know this? Well, I, I asked him, and he's had a history with murder in the past. Right. <laughs> but now he's down here. What was his spe- scientist-specific job oh, at the base? Oh, he was a microbiologist. Oh, okay. Who has a history of murder. In <laughs> Antarctica, you want that kind of uh, mix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want somebody who knows the science, but also can handle themselves in a fight. In case a thing happens. A thing, or somebody puts... Glocks on a penguin and ties a goddamn string to their flippers. God damn it, he's an idiot. So Paul was good about kind of dismantling these armed penguins. Oh yeah, he was by murder. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He would just kill them. He would murder the shit out of those penguins that had guns on them. And then Jason would walk into the pool room and say, "Oh, we have a pool," and we'd be like, "No, it's for science." And he'd be like, "What science?" <laughs> and we'd be like, "You're the head of science, you goddamn idiot." Did we already discover how he got yeah, the job? Yeah, because you said you were researching that case. Yes. Of, of how he got the job? Did we... I think it was the CEO of Germany at the time. The CEO of Germany? CEO of Germany. You got it? Carol DeRoss. Jason's mother. <laughs> she got him the job. She... And so he Now, is... Carol, I just want to say for the record, is a lovely person. She's very okay. nice, just wonderful, and beget... The dumbest person alive, like the really, literally, a human being that has the brain of a brick. <laughs> That's detective speak for an idiot. So she was the CEO of Germany. Yeah, something uh, like that. 
So that was in her power to give him the job? I assume she used her influence and power to... I mean, every country gets a vote, but she... Was this vote... a German base, or was this an international base? It's an international, of course. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Wait, every country gets a vote on who gets to go down? Yeah, all 162 of them. <laughs> yeah. Did, but... did people also vote on you? Uh, no, I was a private hire by who? Oh, that's right. Right. The World Health Organization, who have a vested interest in making sure that everyone stays healthy down in Antarctica. <laughs> and in L.A. And in L.A., and God damn it if I didn't fail. And I feel terrible about that, except very excited that Jason DeRoss is finally dead. Okay, so we've named one of the three of your team. That's right. Do I have to name the other two? Yes. <laughs> the other two were Leslie Seiler. Oh, these don't have to... Okay. Oh, and... A monkey. A milky? A monkey. Oh, a monkey. A monkey named Milky. <laughs> milky milky monkey. monkey. Okay. Exactly. So he was with you. Oh, Milky and Monkey was on our side. You 110%. He couldn't speak, but he could throw feces, and you knew who he was throwing it at, and it wasn't our team. It was and, the boys in red. And you say he was a scientist? That's right. What uh, was his job there? Uh, milk, milky Monkey? Yeah. Uh, he was interested in... The growth of fruit in cold climates. By interested in, he just liked fruit? Yeah, he would eat bananas almost all day, <laughs> every day. But where are they coming from? That seems like an added expense to have to, like... Uh, so yeah, the world down. voted on Milky the Monkey? <laughs> yeah, they were like, this guy is our foremost expert on bananas. Let's send Milky the Monkey to Antarctica. Look, uh, does this feel relevant to the case? It yes. could be. You're okay. all on the side of anti Duras. Well, I guess you're the one who's yeah. helping the detectives. I mean, yeah, well, well, hold on a second. What does that have to do with Duras being murdered? Not liking him? Yeah. <laughs> I already explained. I don't recall where I was, and I have no motive except for hating Jason Duras. Let's get to the real murders, the people on Jason Duras's team. Oh, you think this was from within? Obviously. Okay, so who is on that side? Great question. I'm glad you <laughs> Let's asked. Let's get to them. Let's get to it. First up, Charlie DeRoss, Jason DeRoss's son. <laughs> oh, Just, I'm going to step in here and yeah, say, he, I don't want to talk about him that much. Yeah, that's fair. He's a lovely boy. He's two. Wait, so, so of, of the eight people sent down, the world voted on a monkey and a two-year-old? So cute. How are you going to say no? That's true. You can't. And uh, Charlie DeRoss is the world's foremost expert on thumbs. So Just because he likes sucking, sucking on him? them? That's yeah. darn right he does. <laughs> Spends most of his day. And he's a hell of a lot better at it than his dad, I'll tell you that much. His he's... dad keeps putting his thumb in his nose and being like, I'm sucking on my thumb. And we're like, no, you're not. Your thumb's in your nose. No, no, it's in my mouth. It's in your goddamn nose, Jason Duran. No, no, it's in my mouth. Anyway, that's Jason. <laughs> so another mystery you could be solving is how he spawned such a beautiful, awesome child. It skips a generation, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Some genes do. Sure, hope so. So there was Charlie. Yes. Oh, and then there was also Ashley Bodding <laughs> on, on Jason DeRoss's side. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then there was a third. That's right. It was Freaky Tuesday. Freaky Tuesday. That's right. Kind of like a Freaky Friday parody? Yeah, a little bit. Not quite as bad. Not as cool. (laughs) Did not switch bodies so much as switched clothes with 
a friend of his and then called himself Freaky Tuesday. And those clothes were pretty weird. So hang on. Hair. Was this a scientist who was supposed to come down and his friend just switched clothes and got to come down to Antarctica? <laughs> yes. Correct. So this was not a scientist at all either. Not a scientist. This he guy sh- snuck his way into the he base. He snuck his way in by wearing the clothes of a scientist, which were crazy. <laughs> and then... He called himself Freaky Tuesday. Also gave gave his story up right away just by saying, "Call me Freaky Tuesday." Here's what I did. Like, no, no hiding. I suppose it. once you're down there, right I mean, out the gate. Yeah, oh, what are you, you gonna do? You can only get in and out once every six months when the bananas get delivered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a whole shitload of bananas and thumbs. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thumbs come with the people. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> did you ever learn Freaky Tuesday's real name? Indeed, I did. It was. Horatio Friday. <laughs> he didn't even call himself Freaky Friday? <laughs> no. I think he didn't want to be associated with that Copyright movie. Copyright issues. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See, now, I, my suspicions immediately turn to him as the interloper, kind of. It's the only non-scientist. But he was, you were saying he was a Jason supporter. He was a Jason supporter, but I'd like you to take a look at this. It's your badge. That's I've seen right. it. Did you hear the way it creaked when I opened the leather wallet? <laughs> it's a rusty wallet. Thank you. you a rusty leather wallet. <laughs> Thank you. So I want you to take a look closer. Look deep into my badge's eyes. Okay. What do you it's see? A picture of you. Detective Gerald Green. It looks like it was kind of carved in there by you. Exactly. And it says I'm, I'm getting sleepy. In, yeah, yeah exactly. in quotes says I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> exactly. So. Now you know I'm a hypnotist. <laughs> Isn't it possible that you have already been hypnotized? Uh, it's been recorded, if that's the case. Well, whoops. <laughs> I mean, ha it wasn't me. That's the second quote underneath. <laughs> exactly. Ha-ha, it wasn't me. <laughs> Time to put this away. Shing! So are you telling us that you've hypnotized other scientists at the base? Indeed, to find out the truth. Because once people are under hypnotism, they'll tell you anything you want to know, except that which their brain refuses to tell you. So, oh, so like when you ask someone a question in real life. Basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's very similar, except they speak slower. <laughs> much slower. And they kind of just don't blink. Yeah. Oh, well, if you tell them not to, and their eyes get pretty dry, and it is hilarious. And if you're at like a frosh event, they might make them do a chicken thing, or pretend they're a dog, or something. I'm a serious detective and hypnotist. I've got a sword pointed at your throat. You want to say that I'm a frosh hypnotist again? Uh, no, I'm just saying you could do that. Your powers would allow for some So you do want to hijinks. say it again. I'm, I'm going to cut you just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Are you relieved? Is there a lot of pressure in there? It was itchy. It seemed refreshing. It was a refreshing cut. What we're going to do is take a quick break. Thank uh, God. <laughs> You're getting sleepy? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I need my nap. Haha, it wasn't me. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about this body in a tuxedo that was dragged out of the science pool. Okay, bye. Hello. And good day to you. Where are you off to? I am, I'm going to set the clocks ahead. Oh, for next year? No, for the Smart. spring. Oh, Just okay. to get the edge. Uh, but we're still here with Detective Gerald Green. That's right. Uh, the resident detective of this Antarctic base. That's right. Does Full this time. base have a name? Sorry? Yeah. Uh, Antarctic One. The premier base. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, and this is where you were working uh, when the body of head scientist Jason DeRoss was found. If you can call him that. The only scientist, the only head science he was into was trying to give it to himself. And he failed again and again. He even took out two of his own ribs like an idiot. Didn't work, by the way. Did he do this well? He was at the base? Oh, yeah. Who did he, he... he asked the other scientist to help him take out some ribs so I can give myself head. Also, look, I'm sucking on my thumb. It's You're not. It's in your goddamn nose. Uh, and speaking of kind of the poor choices he would make, two factions had kind of formed at Antarctic One. Indeed. Uh, underneath you, uh, it was you and Milky the Monkey. Leslie Seiler. Leslie Seiler. And Paul Kingston. And Paul Kingston. And then the ones who were still supporting Jason, even after all this, uh, it was Charlie DeRoss, his son. Yes. This is the last we'll talk about him. I think so. Uh, then there was... Uh, Freaky Tuesday. Freaky Tuesday. Well, well, well. Speak of the devil and he appears is the actual quote. Is this I is think. the devil? No, uh, I, he might be. Hello? Hey, it's me. And it's not the devil. Oh. It's Freaky Tuesday. And what's up, everybody? <laughs> Freaky Tuesday, my second hey. greatest enemy. Whoa! <laughs> Behind who? Jason DeRoss, of course. So actually, well, so your first greatest enemy. Hey, yeah, top of the charts. Now that he's dead, thank goodness. Yeah, you're you're a cool guy. Hey, look at this Hawaiian shirt. You're oh, you're like a cool. Collars popped. You look straight out of Weekend at Bernie's. Aha! I was an extra in Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> and you are really Horatio Friday. Wait, uh, okay. I thought you were pretty open about this. <laughs> no, Freaky Tuesday, man. I found out your real name, and I can find out a lot more. Oh, uh, really? Oh, oh. Uh, now, Gerald, I would love to see some hypnosis in action. <laughs> Absolutely. Shing! Look at this. Whoa, I am getting sleepy. <laughs> That's right. But don't just read that. Get sleepy. Okie dokie dokie. He... There, he's under. Now we can ask him any question, and he'll answer it if he wants to, but slower. <laughs> Where were you the night of Jason DeRoss's murder? I don't want to say. Damn it, he's good. <laughs> he's put up some very strong brain mental barriers. All right, do you want to snap him out of this just so he can talk quicker? Sure. And we can ask the same kind of questions? Uh, snap Whoa! out of it, but when you do, okay. you're going to act like a chicken. And three, two, one. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Whoa, I don't want to go in there. That looks scary. That's how chickens act. Uh, well, it, for the listeners, he, he is doing the arm flapping. <laughs> and he's a scaredy cat. He's like a chicken, you know? It's, yeah, chicken. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you were working at the base when Jason was found. Still am. Still are. Still doing. <laughs> I guess, what do you do? Because you're not a scientist. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. You just snuck on. What are you supposed to be doing? Well, it's supposed to be my friend Greg, who was a scientist and wanted this job. And then you freaky Tuesdayed him, you I sick Freaky Tuesday. Hey, hey. <laughs> he was my old college buddy. And I said, one more prank for the for the good time. Oh, wait, so you didn't even want to be here. This was just a prank your friend. It was a prank. Thought I'd be back in a couple of days, <laughs> but I'm still down here. Stuck in your Hawaiian shirt. Whoa, it's cold. You can only get out and in every six months. With the banana delivery. That's and right. And I missed the last three. <laughs> been here over 18 months and he's been the bane of my existence ever since now 
my question is, why did you support Jason? Because we've only heard the one side here. Yeah. Okay, well, who doesn't love a dude who's looking to suck himself off? <laughs> uh, everyone who kind of supports him, is it just solely because he's trying to suck well, himself we were, off? we had invested interest because we helped with the ribs, and we were like, we want to see this thing come to fruition. You helped with the ribs, too? Yeah, the, that was where the faction lines were drawn. Those who helped him cut out his own ribs so he could suck, suck himself off. And those who refused to help him take out his rigs, ribs so he could suck himself off. So uh, this rift is purely based on him pleasuring himself. A hundred percent. Also, I'd like to point out that he was an idiot, and I didn't think he should be head scientist, and that also factored into my decision. Right. And it didn't factor into my decision because I don't do any work anyway. How so could you who's follow in that charge? Idiot? Who cares? Oh my do you remember the order he gave you the second day you came down here? Yeah, of course. He said, you stay in that room and shut up. <laughs> that's the smartest thing he ever said. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> and that's the dumbest thing he ever did. <laughs> because now we're, you're on the hook for murder. Oh, uh, hang on. What? Why do you think it was Freaky Tuesday? Because Freaky Tuesday, if you'll notice, the clothes he stole from his friend who's a scientist is a tuxedo. What? Under this Hawaiian shirt is a full tux. That's right. I forgot about the Hawaiian shirt because I've been so focused on the tuxedo underneath the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Didn't think you could pop a collar on a tuxedo, did you? Oh, so this is uh, a tuxedo is kind of what all the scientists wear down at the base. Mm. Well, his friend was here to study the penguin suit. And its effect on the penguin colony. We talking tuxedo? We talking a real full size giant penguin suit? We're talking about a tuxedo. Obviously, I've spit over this before. What do you think? We're idiots? You get no. shot if you go out there in a penguin suit because of Jason Dross and his stupid attaching a Glock to a penguin head idea. We've been over this. I thought that was kind of cool, though. Why? To weaponizing penguins, one of the dumbest animals in the world. One time I saw another one walking up behind it, and then it accidentally shot the other one, and then it slid all the way down like a slope. Oh, on his belly! In, it kind of turned into a ramp, and it like shot him up and off into the ocean, and it was awesome! Admittedly, that is a fun story, admittedly. <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that you're my number one suspect. For the what? murder of Jason Now, hang Durant. on. It sounds like he supported Jason DeRoss and wanted him in charge. So I think we can rule out Freaky Tuesday of anyone. He's the one guy we know didn't do it. <laughs> he, he refused to tell us where he was at the time of the murder. Isn't where were you at the time of the murder? I'm not saying. <laughs> Isn't that suspicious enough, though? He has no alibi. I was watching the thing. You were watching the thing. This was Halloween night? That he yeah. was murdered? Sure, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. exactly. And no one wanted to watch with me. I said, I read this as a tradition. And they were like, that's bullshit. We have actual work to do. And I said, come on. I brought this DVD copy of the thing. Well, little did Freaky Tuesday know that that's part of the tradition, that we first refused to watch it saying it's not a tradition, and then later on come back and say, fooled you and watch it. But most of the time, the people don't go and watch it first and ruin the tradition. <laughs> Freaky Tuesday ruined the goddamn tradition. I would say Jason ruined the night by dying. He's not wrong there. He also ruined the night by living. Goddamn idiot. <laughs> so let's talk about the actual body again. Because we mentioned there was a trail of blood coming from the pool to his body. Where Ooh, on his body... Me. I dragged him. Aha! Aha! Or as the penguin would say... Rang. Bang! <laughs> Whoa! 
Jesus. <laughs> Run, be careful. There's a penguin loose in the base. A weaponized penguin. I'll so, get it. Shing! <laughs> there. It's dead. You sh- showed it your badge and it just dropped down. 100%. If there's one thing penguins don't like, it's authority. <laughs> it died at the sight of authority. So you dragged his body from the pool? Yeah. You found him dead in the pool? Yeah. Was he just floating there? What was the situation? Yeah. Okay. That's right. So you went into the pool? And I said, that's for science. I was trying to be responsible. <laughs> People keep telling me that place is for science, man. And I go, okay, all right. So I see, and I said, let's all fun and games here, Jason. Get out of the pool. And I dragged him and dragged him into the barracks. And I was like, let's get you to bed. And then I rolled him over, and I realized he was dead. You could say what you want about Freaky Tuesday, a man who stole the clothes of a real scientist to come down here as a prank and has stayed for 18 months as a joke, but he does responsibly care about science. So I will give him that. But I won't give him the idea that you didn't kill him before he got in that pool. Oh, no such thing. I was finishing the thing and spoiling it for the rest of you. That's true. He did spoil it for the rest of you. Don't you watch it every year? Yes. But every year I try and forget what happened. <laughs> Successfully. So there was a trail of blood that came from the pool to him. Where on his body was bleeding? Where was the injury? He, this is an open question. I flipped him over and it was his face. That's right. He'd been shot with a Glock 9 in the face. So obviously I, I, my suspicions go to a penguin. Absolutely not. Because while he had been shot in the face with a Glock 9, he'd also had the word... Idiot carved into his chest <laughs> with a knife. Looked more like a sword. <laughs> well, it was a big carving. As an expert on blades, I can tell you it was a sword. I also watched Blade and no one joined me. <laughs> what are you going to spoil that for us, too? You I ass. was. Do it. Better not. He's a Don't vampire no! hunter, I think. <laughs> Damn it. Guess I'll have to wait till I forget next year. <laughs> That's our Christmas tradition. It's watching Blade. Right. When was the last time either of you two had seen Jason before this night? Mm, he got hit with a milky feces and he went to go take a shower. <laughs> And okay. I said, that's not the shower. It's the, that's so that's the why you went into the pool. Science room. Which is suspicious enough anyway, because Jason Ross normally doesn't shower because he's an idiot. <laughs> We'd say, hey, you smell. And then he said, that has nothing to do with me. I'm like, what do you mean it has nothing to do with you? You smell. I don't think those things are related. What are you talking about? You, the smell is emanating from you. What does that have to do with me? He'd say. Again and again and again. <laughs> and then he'd shove his thumb up his nose. Goddamn asshole. So you saw him get hit with feces as well? Oh, I was there. We were all there. We all had a good chuckle about it. You joined in. That's right. I pooped into my hand and threw some feces as well. I mean, I got to support Milky. And then you yelled at him because he smelled. That's right. He smelled like shit. (laughs) And he wouldn't usually refuse to shower. But this time he said, I'm going to shower, which is suspicious behavior, which makes me think Freaky Tuesday was responsible for the murder. (laughs) So he left on his own accord to go shower, and the group was together other than you who was watching Blade. Or The Thing. The Thing. Okay. You were off watching The Thing, the group was together, made him leave and go shower. Yeah, and he passed me, and I said, pop in for a little thing. And he goes... (laughs) That's a good pickup line. And then he said... (laughs) I know. And then we all heard it. He said, don't remind me, I can't. I need more ribs taken out. (laughs) He'll never be able to pop in for a little thing now. And because we all saw it, it is little. 
a little you, thing. You all saw his penis? Oh, yeah. He'd often refuse to wear clothes on moral grounds. Now, you were with the rest of the group. You were with everyone else on base. That's right. And he left the room, and then I yeah. left the room. <laughs> and where did you go? I'm not saying. <laughs> Let's get back to Freaky Tuesday, who's responsible for this murder. Well, I saw him covered in shit, and I said, Hey, buddy, why don't you take a shower? And he said, I'm going to. And then I saw him go into the science pool room, and I said, that's not the shower room at all. I watched 13 to 15 more minutes of the thing, and I... Turned it off, and I went to go check on him, and boom! Zangs a pow, he was lying there dead. Now, doesn't this sound suspicious? The man who I said was... Bangs a- as a pow? <laughs> yes, it doesn't bang sans a pow suspicious. How would he know what the murder sounded like exactly? So, th- sorry, that was you, what you heard coming from the pool. That's right. Bang That was the gunshot, that was the glock to the head. Yeah. And, and then zans pow's the sword cutting. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, an idiot? Zanzapow is the sound of a sword cutting flesh? What is Zanzapow the sound of then? Why don't you tell us, Freaky Tuesday? You know what it is. It almost sounds like Zang Zapow! Exactly. Which is? I would have said a sword cutting flesh too, but that's, I mean, that's just me. I was also watching. What are you, an idiot? Yeah. yeah he's trying to frame. Zang Zapow is German for. Take that, you idiot. <laughs> oh, okay. So this was a man yelling. Zang Zapow. Oh. After but he had been shot. He missed the accent. It's more like, Zang Zapow. <laughs> Bang. Zang Zapow. Take that, you idiot. That's, well. That's... Well, that is really interesting because Jason is German. So that is truly. It's true. He is heir to the CEO fortune. <laughs> I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to imply Jason shot himself and then said, take that, you idiot. But I'm not buying it. Freaky Tuesday, I know you're responsible for this murder. I, you heard me sit here and say, this guy is a total joker, but is so responsible by, about science. Mm-hmm. Yet he sat in a room for 15 minutes, keeping to watch the thing when he knew that there was defecation feces going on in the pool. If I don't watch the thing, then if an, a, th- a thing event occurs, who's going to stop it? You've all forgotten since last year what to do, That's... and the answer is burn it. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> you watched the whole thing? <laughs> oh, he ruined it again. <laughs> asshole okay when you went out to the pool or even beforehand did you two see each other at any point because here's my thinking two people were away from the rest of the group and it was you two one of you two did this i think that's some good thinking so we know for a fact it was freaky tuesday right because you don't want to say what you were doing i'm not telling you (laughs) and stop asking i'm still holding a gun yeah, but it's pointed at him. Exactly. Just in case. <laughs> and the choose... sword. <laughs> I think you're the most dangerous one in the room. You're showing me your wallet. That's right. I have it draped over my shoulder. So you never forget who's in charge here. Because while it is a rusty hinge, it also has a flappy top that drapes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like the hard part on the front is rusty, and then there's a flappy leather top that drapes over my shoulder, and that's how it's right. But e- even a normal wallet could, would be two flappy parts that could rest on your shoulder. But you don't need the hinge. One, but this one is three feet squared. <laughs> it's a square wallet. That's You're looking at it. What you think it was a rectangle? Well, no, I can't see the back that's on the other side of the shoulder. Why are you some kind of optometrist? They know their shapes. Exactly. Yeah, wait a minute. Are you a, an optometrist? I have glasses. Ooh, checks out. So did you two see each other 
in any point between the feces hitting Jason and then you dragging him out of the pool. I invited you in to watch the thing. Whoa, wait, when was he passing the room? After Jason went into the pool room, I followed him in there. And that's when I saw him with a thing. You just said you were washing your hands of all the poo. That's right. I was going to the science room to wash my hands. Because they were covered in your own poo. And then I got there and Jason was there. And I hate that idiot. And then I won't say anything else. <laughs> Except that Freaky Tuesday killed him. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I thought he was. I a don't cool know which guy. one of you to believe. I thought he was rad, man, and I was just hoping he'd get to that sweet self-flatulation. You, you thought he was rad, fellatio? What? No, what's yeah. flatulation? That's farting, right? Yep. Yes. So he, but he would self-flatulate all the time. He would fart himself. Yes, he would fart himself all the time. <laughs> He would push on his stomach and then sometimes his buttocks and then force a fart and be like, self-flagellation, which was remarkable because he said a word over two syllables. So I thought he was cool, man. I just wanted to see more of that. You thought he was cool. A man who once said, I don't want one glass eye. If I'm going to go in a glass eye, I want two. So he was blind. He wanted to be. That was the next surgery planned. And all the people on his side were going to help him take his eyes out to put in cool glass <laughs> like eyes. Like Charlie. I get the spoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So you see Gerald mm. walk past to go and wash his hands. didn't come in. He didn't come in. He refused. No. I, I noticed. He goes to the pool. You go to the pool where you did something with Jason. I never said that. Oh, okay. Don't assume. You go to the pool. Jason is there. You're both there. We're both there at the time. Right before he was murdered, and then I'm not saying anything else. And by the time you got there, was Gerald still there? Gerald was gone, and Jason was dead. Aha! So there, there's my alibi. I was gone. <laughs> what more do you want? And you pull him from the pool. I'm trying to think here, because one of you two is lying. Well, how much time do we have left? We can do, like, maybe a, a minute or two more of pussyfooting around, and then we'll answer it. Okay, great. <laughs> the thing about pussyfooting... At, in Is that another thing Jason would do? <laughs> oh, he would all the time. He got cats shipped in with the bananas and sometimes would put them on his feet and say, look, I'm pussyfooting. What do you mean he would put the cats on his feet? Exactly. What do you mean he'd put the cats on his like feet? Like just resting on top or like he'd put his foot into Well, first them? he tried resting on top, but the cats didn't like it and it didn't work. So then he started getting the same twine he used to tie the triggers to the flippers of the penguins and he would tie the goddamn cats to his feet. This guy was into animal cruelty. I mean, not on purpose, just because he's an idiot. He liked cats, but he had no idea that standing on top of them would hurt them because he's an idiot. And why was he trying to pussyfoot? Exactly. Why was he trying to pussyfoot? That was another case you investigated. Indeed, I was. And? Turns out he was trying to pussyfoot because he liked silence. <laughs> and he mistakenly thought that walking around with cats on your feet would be quiet. Now he's got the greatest silence of all. Death! <laughs> oh, I've heard the sound of death a few times. And I Thanks, a pal. <laughs> that is one thing that you could hear at the time of death. Thanks, a pal. Bang! Thanks, a pal. What, you think the murderers said the sound of the gun in a German accent? Well, what does bang mean in German? It means, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Take that, you idiot. That's right. Bang, thanks a pound. Now that you say it, that does sound like what happened. <laughs> I did it. You did it? Uh -huh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Finally. 
Why? We get the truth out of him. Why, Freaky Tuesday? Why would you do it? Just because, man, I was used to being the coolest one, and I thought that that would happen. I thought these were going to be a bunch of nerds down at a, a silo or whatever was in the right. Arctic. And instead... There's this cool guy who can suck his own dick. Cool, well, <laughs> almost. Right, almost. But he could he could do whatever he wanted, man. He was going to get his eyes replaced with glass eyes. Yeah, there's nothing radder than that. He had the ideas before I even thought they could be ideas, man. And now I'll tell you, because I'm, I have an alibi now. When I went into the pool room, I looked at Jason and said, uh, uh, I'm going to murder you. Uh, you're an idiot. You deserve this. And then I shot him in the face. And then carved idiot into his chest but you're the one who dragged him from the pool yeah which must have killed him exactly i shouldn't have done it you, i shouldn't have done it you but could I... have saved him just by calling an ambulance or something yeah calling an ambulance to the base that's right it, it would have taken six, six months, months. <laughs> with the bananas but it's fine because there's enough ice around to put him on ice until then yeah well i'm no scientist i don't know what to do with a body you just no. put it in the so, barracks so i just put it in the barracks and killed him <laughs> oh Case closed. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. I want to thank Matt Probst uh, for our theme song. I want to say you can like us on Facebook, uh, rate review on iTunes, email us at killedtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Send in a murder if you want. Uh, what do you have going on? <laughs> oh, well, I'm hoping that I get on the next ship out of here. Wait, I'm not Detective Gerald Green anymore? No, you are. <laughs> okay, great. But also I'm checking out this great guy on... Twitter and Instagram, haha ha Forbes. Who's that? It's the dumbest Twitter and Instagram handle ever. But Alistair Forbes is a hilarious guy. Okay, that's great. <laughs> uh, and Freaky Tuesday. Right. Any final thoughts? I just want there to be a weekend at Bernie's film set in the Arctic. Is that so wrong? He's. You have to go to jail. What? For murder. You murdered no, somebody. No, well, that's what I'm saying. We got, now we have the body. Oh. Yeah, man. I mean. Some like it hot. No, some like it cold, man. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Weekend at Bernie's 3. In the Antarctic. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Kill to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Tuplitsky. Special thanks to Under the Sun, Katie Lore, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 